Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. It's Tuesday, March 23rd in New York City. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Immelt explores his time at the helm of one of the world's largest companies, from navigating a post-9-11 world to the 2008 financial crisis and more. Buy your copy today. Since the pandemic, truisms on greening and reinventing tourism have echoed globally across the industry. A general consensus exists among destinations and tourism businesses that the industry must build back better. But how will tourism determine building back better on the other side of recovery? Can the industry continue pretending that its success lies in arrival numbers and contributions to gross domestic product? As vaccine distributions accelerate and consumer confidence rises, governments are already back to projecting visitor numbers and counting tourism jobs recovered, while comparing performance levels to 2019. Global tourism reporter Lebowitz Lily Gurma explains why tourism desperately needs new performance metrics if it's to transform into a more climate-friendly, socially sustainable, and equitable industry. Next, we shift over to the world of events. Many in the industry have applauded Australia and New Zealand for their zero-COVID policy. Crowds of 30,000 daily spectators at the Australian Open reinforced the impression of success. But why do survey results show an event industry on the brink of collapse? Australia and New Zealand provide real-world proof that a zero-COVID policy creates a catch-22 for event planners. Strict control measures means that events can happen without risk of transmission, but that also means events can be canceled on a moment's notice. Event MB's Angela Tupper explains why in-person events are still too risky from a financial perspective. Finally, we wrap up with the latest from the airlines industry. Reporter Edward Russell writes that Germany's largest leisure carrier, Eurowings, has big plans to expand its presence across Europe as discounters act fast to capture market share. The Lufthansa Group subsidiary is expanding its Palma de Mallorca base on the back of strong leisure demand for Mediterranean holidays as southern Europe slowly reopens. But that is just the beginning, Eurowings CEO Jens Bischoff said on Monday. The airline plans to expand services to Egypt, Greece, Italy, Morocco, Spain, Tenerife, and Turkey this summer. Eurowings has a pan-European ambition, Bischoff said during an Aviation Week webinar. We want to grow the business in the short and medium-haul segment. This summer, Eurowings will add its first routes to the UK from a point outside of Germany, Mallorca, to both Birmingham and Manchester. Outside of Germany, Eurowings has four bases, Mallorca, Pristina, Kosovo, Salzburg, and Vienna. For more travel stories, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Spoken Layer